and welcome to another edition of Lambeau Social Club, and we're going to continue our fitness talk. So welcome. Today we have our guest, my professional boxing friend, Mr. Frank Wood, and we're live from Knockout Fitness. How you doing, Frankie? Good. How are you, Tom? Man, thanks a lot for doing this. We really appreciate it. We're all excited. How we you, have. <laughs> how you feeling after your workout this morning? Man, every time you punch on me, I feel like shit. So, <laughs> so I've, I've had a pretty draggy day, but 5 a.m. comes early. But, hey, it's all good. I love it. You know, how long have yeah. I been coming to oh, you now? Oh, God, 10, 12 <laughs> years? Yeah, yeah, three days a week at 6 a.m. in the morning, let yeah. Frank Wood get on me. Hey, you can't beat it. Every, <laughs> hey, everybody needs to experience that, don't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody go to Knockout Fitness and see Mr. Wood. Everybody calls him Frank. Some people call him Frankie, but he's Coach Wood to me, and I really appreciate you being on here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, thanks for taking your time because I know you're a busy man. We're going to try to fit it in between your next client because I know uh, you, you've you got another client coming up on the hour, that's for sure, because you're every hour. You're booked. So it's hard yeah. to get in to see you sometimes. You stay pretty busy. Hey, I just want to yeah, let you heat. The heat's rough right now. Hey, you know what? The afternoons are the afternoons are spottier than the mornings because it's so much hotter. Yeah, but you know what you used to tell me? Suck it up. Suck it up, fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it, it up. Helps. Hey, I, I have a friend of mine that's here, he's our producer. He has his headsets on too because he wanted to really hear this thing. And also I have my friend uh, Nathan Montoya. He's he's in the studio with us because Everybody's always curious about, man, what do you do this at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning for? You get up at 5, travel from, from Lebanon, Tennessee to Nashville, Tennessee to, to go see your coach. Who is this coach? And I said, well, it's it's Mr. Frank Wood. Coach Wood has got it going on down at Knockout Fitness. And you know what, Frankie? I, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me over the years. And the reason Mike has his headsets on today and he never does that i guess he wants to make sure that uh i'm on my p's and q's but he has some questions for you as well as we go on with our talk and i know i'm gonna have to cut this one short because of your your training regiment with with other folks and i don't want to hold you up by any means but so if it swaps voices he talks a little different than i do he's not his country but so say hello to mike frank hey mike hey how you doing all right. Good, man. Hey, uh, Frankie, first off, how many years, I mean, how many years, I mean, when did you start boxing, by the way? When when did you start, not professionally, because we'll get into that, but when did you start boxing? After I dropped out of college, <laughs> 1988. 1988, you started boxing. So, as an amateur, you boxed. Uh, how no, no, it was, it was 19, Tommy, it was 1989. Nine, okay, 1989 is when you first started yep. the boxing. And then as, yep. as as time went on, of course, you I, kept knocking people I out. I actually started off kickboxing. Okay. I had ele- I had 11 amateur kickboxing matches. And, of course, you did so well. And then well. I went into boxing. But the kickboxing things, because you're a big guy. How, tell everybody how big you are, though. I mean, you're, go ahead and tell them. Uh, well, I'm fat and old now. <laughs> no, you're not fat but, and old, man. <laughs> you got a you got a heavy ass hand. I know that. When I, when I was fighting, I was I was six one, about anywhere from one ninety to two thirty, two forty. Later in my career, I got up higher. But as an amateur, 
Oh, as an amateur, I fought as a heavyweight and a light heavyweight, which would be 178 and 190. And so after you finished your kickboxing, then you pursued a regular boxing career. So as an amateur, yeah. how, how long did you do that? About five years. Five years as an amateur. And then, you know, you and I have talked yep. thousands of times about boxing because it's always been been in my blood as well. But when you swap from from amateur to professional, is it like any other sport? I mean, is it that big of a change? Uh, no, it's not. It's longer rounds. You know, you're not fighting three rounds. It's a different mindset going from professional, going from amateur to professional. The amateur game is more sprint-like, lots of punches. They don't emphasize power. A knockdown only counts the same as three punches landed, whereas as a professional, it gives you a two-point advantage in the round, which mm. is huge. Yes, yes. You know, it goes from a 10-9 to a 10-8. At the end, you tally up all the points. You know, whoever's got the most 10s wins. Right, right. Well, which was you most of the time. <laughs> right? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I, had some good, I had some good nights. You had some great had some nights. I went, I, yeah, <laughs> no. Hey, everyone I went to see you, it was, it was a very good night. So, you know, I, I went back in the days and saw you. So, you're not telling me anything. So, brag on yourself a little bit. So give yourself credit, man. Well, <laughs> so you know, I had a good time. I had a good time doing it. I, I got to, I got to go some places and do some things and meet some people that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah, that's, so it, it was, it was a good, it's a positive thing. It is a great positive thing. Well, you know that's what we talk about here all the time is is our passion and and the positive things and the great energy everybody puts off of being around each other and in the fitness world and and around your sport as well and uh it's just it just has that different whole energy energy thing going on and on the fitness side i personally don't think there is another sport out there that will get you in shape better than doing a boxing regiment uh i i just don't i don't think it is what's your take on that well it's it's definitely one of the hardest things in the competitive world. You know, in the fitness world, it's as hard as you want to make it. That's right. That's right. You well, know, hey, saying that though, I've I've watched you even in the last year, and you're you're not even. I mean, Frankie, you're not even getting ready for a fight, and I watched such a transition you did by just a diet. You know, so you're dieting and you're training people every day, and you're holding hand pads and. And you're holding a bag for them and yeah. even doing that in the gym. Hey, you keep moving. And we say it. That's what we said in the segment last week is as long as you keep moving and you kind of watch what you put yep. in your mouth, then uh, then all that, you know, it all follows in. It all follows into place. Yeah. So yep. it's really much. It's much simpler than, than a lot of people think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. The hard part is the hard part is to just doing it every day, moving, you moving know, every day, sticking, sticking to it, sticking to it every day. That's the hard part for people. That's right. Yeah, and so many people don't do that, so they need to get off their ass and go do it. Right, <laughs> right. Hey, that's what they need I, to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
Really? Everybody, everybody wants to be in, everybody wants to be in shape, but not everybody wants to do what it takes to get it. They want they don't want to put the time in. That's what it is. They time, time, and, and a little pain, and a little discipline, and you know, just a little a little out of your comfort zone. That's so. right, that's correct. That's correct. All right. So now we're at the the professional level with you. How long did you fight uh, professionally? Uh, I had my first professional fight in 1996, and I had my last professional fight in 2006. And I got ready for two fights after that that didn't happen. So I count that as still I was still boxing. I I, I count it as uh, well. But hey, Frankie, on on that because uh, I, I, I did the time. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did do the time because I was keeping up with you really close. In actually, I was telling Mike the story. Uh, what fight you was getting ready for then. Are you able to tell who you was getting ready to fight? And I call it, and I may not ought to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. I think the guy dodged you because he was at the end of his career and he was afraid you'd clip him and knock his ass on the mat. That's what I thought. That's that's my well, personal opinion. But well, uh, saying that, can you say I, who it is or no? Yeah, it was Evander Holyfield. <laughs> that, I was that, supposed to fight him four times. Those, those young guys that's listening to us, the young guys and women that are listening to us now, yeah. uh, Evander Holyfield, just yeah. to bring you up to date, is the dude that got his ear bit off by Mike Tyson. Great fighter. He's yeah. a great champion. Yes, he is a great now, champion. I think, it, I, I think it had more to do with things on the managerial side. I don't think it had anything to do with Holyfield. Oh, no, no. Holyfield he did. wasn't scared. No, and that's what I said. He wasn't scared of me. No. That was people making business decisions. That, that's correct, and that's a whole other game because that's what I was explaining to Mike. Yeah, it that, wasn't Evander. He, that, was, that, he, he was a great champion. Uh, and he was giving they, – they were giving me an opportunity, so I, I try to be humble about it, and, and, you know, it didn't work out, so it's really neither here nor there. Right, but, right. Well, I didn't mean uh, to put you – hey, Coach Wood. But, Coach Wood, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I, I just, I get excited oh, about no, it. I, 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 I was excited about it. Okay. <laughs> I was excited about it, and yeah. I was telling Mike, and I said, Yeah, I, Mike. Was, I was too. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just proud to know you. That was a, that was a, that was a, that was a hard time. Yes, that it was, was right around the time. That was right around the time stuff started happening with Carson, and yeah, you know, it was a yeah. roller. Hey, everybody ought to know Carson, too. What a great young man he's turned out to be. Carson is Frankie's son. Uh, Frankie, you can kind of tell that story. But it's uh, it's been a real pleasure for me to meet Carson and, and get involved in the organizations that he's he's involved in. And, uh, man, what, well, we, what, we what a sure, passion. We sure appreciate it. Absolutely. We sure appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, if it wasn't for – Carson's my son. Carson's my son. He's 15 now. And – He's a really pure little soul, you know. Absolutely. He, he got diagnosed with autism at two years old, and uh, it's been a ride, man. Oh yeah, but uh, what it's a been what, a ride! What but, a what a sweet but young he, man. He he he's uh, he's special. We're lucky to have him. Absolutely, he is a special. We we we, we learn a lot from him. Yeah. Sometimes. Hey, but you know what? You're getting ready to get him into. He's getting ready to run track, and I am so proud yeah, of him. Did, did I tell you what he did the other night? His first time running in his life, yeah. ever. <laughs> I remember. He ran two miles without stopping. And the people told Terrell, my wife, 
what great shape he was in. And we're just looking at each other and like, we're going, no way. This kid's <laughs> never done anything. He's never lifted a finger to do anything. <laughs> yep. Yeah, hey, but Frankie. And he runs. He just, <laughs> and he just runs two miles yeah. like it's nothing. That's it has right. no effect on yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, but it Frankie, so it, Frankie, explain, explain how, I mean, when you're talking about a runner, this is the example of a runner. Man, that, that young man is, how tall is he at 15 years he's, old? He's. He's six three or six four and weighs one hundred and sixty pounds. So he is like the uh, athlete I mean, that can stretch out looks, like a deer. He looks, yes, I mean he doesn't really look. I mean he looks fit. Yeah, he's yeah. just so thin. Right, right, and so narrow. And can, he's got like a thirty-one inch waist. Yeah, with about a fifteen size shoe he wears. Yeah, he, <laughs> we got it. Well, I got him a pair of shoes Monday so he could do this running thing. And uh, he he he's got a 14 D on one foot and a 14 E on the other foot. <laughs> At 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah. What what a yeah. Gr- Frankie you and Terrell though what what a great young man though he he's very very special like you said so all right let's let's go to all right he's in the professional field now we're gonna lead up to what made you swap fighting from professional to stepping out and opening up knockout fitness where did that ideal come from because let me me finish here because i'm on a roll so coach wood coach wood you opened that up before all these other i won't say the name i almost slipped again but uh all these other boxing (laughs) gyms are opening up on every corner and you've lasted for a number uh, number of years, and so you, you was in business before different. anybody else ever thought about doing a knockout fitness. So explain to us what made you start that ever how many years ago that was. Well, 23 years ago. 23 I found years. Myself, I found myself working whatever jobs I could get and working – with my dad, remember? Uh, oh, do I remember? And, and uh, well, it was right around the time you started that I left. Okay. I think. It may have been before that. I'm not sure. But, anyway, I had some friends that told me to do it myself, open my own business. And I was trying to find ways that I could train. See, to, to train, you got to be able to go to the gym in the evening. Well, most of the jobs I had were in the evening. You got a conflict there, time-wise. Right. So I had to figure out how to work jobs around training. Well, what better way than to have a gym and work in your own gym? <laughs> I've been so there and I done started it. Knockout <laughs> I start, exactly. I started Knockout Fitness, you know, with the idea to make enough money and do enough to allow me to fight, allow me to train. I did it, and it worked. <laughs> and it worked very well. I mean, and I was still an amateur when I started Knockout Fitness. I did, I turned professional about a year later. Okay, so that was twenty. Well, I how, turned professional. You've been in business for yourself for twenty three years. Yeah. See, that was well before all these pop up round the corner. I'm gonna put you a pair of gloves on and smack around on the heavy bag and yeah. da- dance around. But at Knockout Fitness, you go down there. It is a true boxing gym the smells there uh-huh. there's there's even blood on the mat 
So, so I mean, it, it's the true it's the true boxing gym. So, so if you go to Knockout Fitness, you're going to get the regimen of a professional trainer that has been a professional boxer, taking you through and showing you the right way to punch, hit, kick, whatever you need. I mean, he, he's going to show it to you. So, I mean. I think Mike had a very good question. He said, you know, we, we really need to hit Nash Frankie on on some different things, and I think it should come from Mike. He's the one thought about it. So he's getting ready to fire a question to you, Frankie, that, that uh, okay. you know, that will be able to – you'll be able to answer this better than what I can. So fire away, Mike. Can you get right into boxing without a fitness regiment prior, or should you be in shape prior to doing that? Well, it's always a good – idea to be in shape when you start because then you can progress faster and and you know it's just not as hard on you but most people come to me before they do anything they come to the gym they come to me they start with me and they finish you know what i mean it's not a you don't have to get in shape to come get in shape at knockout business okay you can start you can start from square one Okay. Yeah, that that was one of my but questions. Most 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 everyone does. Okay. Tommy. Hey, I think he had another one too for you, Frankie. Like, you know what people are wanting yeah. to to uh to ask really because they used to ask me all the time. How if somebody wanted to come see you, walk through how do they join? How do, how do they join your club and and how do you invite them in and you know, if, if I wanted to bring Mike down there, for instance, or I wanted to send Mike, if he walks in, what what do you tell him at that point? Uh, well, I try to schedule an appointment with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot you're so busy. You gotta you gotta schedule appointments now. Oh, well, well, okay. Not, not, no, I, I tell it depends on what they, it depends on what they ask me. You know, a lot of people ask uh, things like, "Do they need equipment?" No, I have equipment. Okay. They ask me things like, uh, where's it going to hurt the most? <laughs> probably with most people with your stomach. That's probably the place that gets the <laughs> sorest, the fastest when you're getting back in shape. That's correct. Because nobody ever does sit-ups unless you make them. And that's the place where we get soft the fastest. That's correct. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But then the the um, ulti- hey the ultimate question is because I I know how you operate and I know there's different ways to do it, but you know first thing they used to ask us is, and and most of the time I think they're using it as an excuse, but they'll go, how much it costs to join that gym there? You know how much is that? You know that's yeah. that's you know the big thing, but I don't know. You know I always say well first you got to come in the gym and let me let me go over with you what we have to offer and then we can sit down and talk yeah. about cost. Now I don't know if that's how you operate or not, but that's how that's how well, we used that's to do it. How things used to be, but now there's websites. Oh so yeah. people can so people can get information that they don't have to talk to me that's to, right. to get it. You, I, know what I mean? you know what, Frankie, can, I, I I'm so far behind on the internet stuff, man. That's why I've got Mike. I'm a pen and paper guy myself. Yeah, me too. So, anyways, since you're on that, if they want to get in touch with you, is it just knockoutfitness.com? Is that what they do to go on your website? Dot, dot net. Oh, sorry. Dot it's, net. it's knockoutfitness.net. Knockoutfitness.net. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then they can schedule. We, we have an app. 
that you can download from Google Play or the App Store. It's a free app, and uh, that's how you can see the schedule, see what's available. Uh, you can also do that on the website, and you can read about the gym and what we do and what it costs and the services we offer. Gosh, that's awesome. Uh, see, I forget about we, that. We so see. Our services are personal training and group classes. That's so, awesome. So as to not to make it complicated. Yeah. So it's real It's real easy. If but, you go on knockoutfitness.net, you can read all about it. So everybody that's listening out there, it's knockoutfitness.net. Everybody ought to plug that in and, and check out Mr. Frankie Wood. I'll put a link to that on the uh, blog as well. Oh, great. So, so Mike's going to upload it to our blog page. So everybody okay. can hit hit us at Lambeau Social Club, and uh, it'll go straight to our blog page. So everybody will be able to listen to this episode and also be able to have a link to Knockout Fitness. Yeah, that's LambeauSocialClub.com. LambeauSocialClub.com, everybody, will get you straight to Knockout Fitness. So what about that, Mr. Wood? Oh, thank you. That will be great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey. Hey, free free advertising. You know what? It never hurts. It never hurts. But I tell never, you, you know what? Never. And and I really appreciate you bringing up young man Carson because, you know, Frankie, that's what we're all about here is our, our show is all about passion, and it's all about what you just talked about. I mean, you made your passion into your business, oh, and you made your passion into your business, and your business is what makes you a living. And that's what that's exactly what we're doing here at Lambeau Social Club is talking about people that has made their passion, which is boxing for you, and now you're making a living out of your passion. So thank you. I really appreciate it. So it means a lot. It means a lot you took your time. So I know I know you're live at, at uh, Knockout Fitness and I know you're coming up on an hour, so I do know yeah, you got your next client I, I, scheduled. I'm gonna be- I, I'm going to be needing to get in the gym here pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I hate, I hate for, I hate for you to cut me short, but I'm going to cut you off right now, Coach Wood. And please don't take it out on me when I uh, show up on there uh, oh, no. on Monday good, morning. Okay. Good. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey, go, go to your next victim and. Uh, I hope you get them hot and sweaty this afternoon. It's only about 120 degrees in your. Yeah, in your, it'll be easy. Yes, it'll be yeah, easy. it'll be a good. <laughs> so, great talking to you. Thanks. Uh, thank hey, you, Coach thank Wood. You, I, I, I really appreciate it. Tell everybody hello and and please go on our website to check out LamboSocialClub.com and check out our new merchandise. We do have some new hats. We also have some new T-shirts. Actually, the T-shirts we have this time is. On the left chest is Lambeau's Clothing Company. Lambeau's Clothing Company on the left chest and also a picture of the Laminator truck. Man, it was a cool picture, too, because a guy from the Netherlands saw this picture of the truck, pencil draw. Man, he, he drew it with a pencil, like wow. sharpened pencil and made this kind of cartoon scene. And uh, we had it turned into a shirt, and I sent it to him last week, and he just was ecstatic about it. How, he, how did how did he uh, hear the truck? Did he, he watch it on TV? He saw it on Welder Up. He saw the truck being made on Welder Up, Mike, and he just he just thought, "Holy crap, man, that thing is cool!" So, the next thing I know, he tracked me down, 
through uh, Steve Darnell and, and Welder up. And when he tracked us down, he was like, he asked me permission. He said, man, can I draw that truck? So he started kind of hitting me on Instagram. And then uh, he he started almost, it was like a tease thing. He started drawing it on Instagram, and then he'd show this little little skit of it. And as it progressed, he'd send me a picture and say, man, how's this look? And I said, God, it looks great. Thanks for your time. Of course, the hour change being in the Netherlands. Then he finally sent the final of it, and he kept putting it on his Instagram page. And uh, and then when he saw, I saw the final of it, he said, man, this would make a cool shirt. And I said, yeah, it sure would. So uh, anyways, we we turned it into a shirt. And it has been, it's been a number one seller for us. It's just uh, Nathan and I actually did did a show a couple of weeks ago in downtown Nashville. You know, uh, Chase Carroll that we had on our first podcast. We did that show. We sold out of them. Debuted the yeah, uh, they, t-shirt they, down there? They, yeah, we debuted the t-shirt down there. Man, they just like, they went. Everybody loved them because the material was soft and uh, it just, they did it just turned out. Man, it was uh, it was a great drawing. Everybody loved them, so it was great. I think yeah. we're restocked on those too. We have we've restocked uh, uh, we've yeah, several of them sitting on the shelf now, ready to ready to go off. Yeah, so, so if any, anybody wants to uh, get one, you can get it right from the uh, the website, LamboSocialClub.com. Uh, just click on store, and uh, you know if you like what we do here, it, it helps us, and you know you can get a great T-shirt out of it. Absolutely, yeah. All all of our sales goes to uh, kind of support what we're doing for other businesses. Uh, you know, it's our passion and and all the funds that that are going. We have a couple of charity organizations we do, and and then some of the proceeds actually go to fund uh, Lambo Social Club, so we can kind of keep operating and and go forward with some charity things. So so it's a hundred percent going back into uh, to our business and. And going out to some some very cool charity organizations, and you know, one of them being uh, what we just spoke about uh, with with Coach Woods' son being 15 years old with autism, and you know, it's great charities like that 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 uh, kind of what we're about here. So it's a it's a great thing that we're doing. Uh, we're very passionate about all of it. So so uh, that's where all the proceeds are going. I don't think anybody knew that till now so uh thanks for all the support and thanks for listening to us here at, at lambo social club so uh mike let's uh let's wrap this thing up and please if you like uh this episode of lambo social club please give us five stars thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time thank you thanks again frank i'll talk to you soon thanks all right Tom, see you.